Hey guys, welcome to another podcast from Funbase Alpha. Let's just go ahead and cue the There will be music, there will be dancing. If you made some other plans, you should be canceling. Get ready for a good time, cause we're about to kick it hard at Funbase Alpha. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Nick, and it's another Funbase podcast. I'm actually waiting for Ryan to get back from something so that we can do the news update type of section for this week. Um... Until such time, though, I'm going to go ahead and read you guys the third Funbase file we've got, which is the Clamps file. And um, we're going to spin up the music. Here we go. Funbase file three, Clamps. I know what you're thinking. Clamps? Who cares? Well, you should, stupid. Clamps are one of those things that in their simplicity go almost unnoticed and yet have served as a monumentally important component of human engineering. Let's go ahead and start with what a clamp is and what it has been throughout history. Some clamps have springs or tensioned metal, like a paper clip or a binder clip. Others use threaded shafts, like you'll find on a bench vise. But there was a time before either springs or even screws existed. Did stuff get clamped back then? The answer is sort of, and it depends largely on your definition of a clamp. If you're looking for something that can temporarily bind or fasten, if you're looking for a graduated way to apply pressure to two or more opposite portions of an object or objects, then the answer is yes. If you're some kind of clamp purist, you'll have to go elsewhere. Anyway, lashings. Not the fun bedroom kind, the desert island vine kind of kind. If you wrap a cloth or a chain or a rope around something, and then twist the ends around each other, the more you twist, the more the tension increases. Well look at you now, you're clamping! Once people had the machinery precise and consistent enough to manufacture screws, the world of clamps blew wide open. You've got your vices, you got your C-clamps, you got your torture implements. Uh, I guess, I guess we're moving into the first section of historical clamps. Dark Ages torture machinery. Oh, the creativity displayed in engineering devices geared toward inciting pain and misery is really very impressive. You've got a lot of room to play around in when the goal of your invention is to break a very squishy, breakable thing. So, you've got clamps, and you've got yourself a few heretics, let's say. How do you make them work together? Oh, there are such ways. There's the knee splitter, a clamp that goes around the lower part of the kneecap, the insides lined with a patented spike technology that digs in and coaxes that joint apart with just a couple twists of a handle. A child could do it. There's also the head clamp, and that's kind of like a dish with a, a large arm on top that you can wrench down the dish by twisting on it. It's like, it's like squeezing lemons on a hot summer day, except the juice is brain matter and it comes out of people's eyes as their jaw and teeth shatter under eventually lethal compressive force. If, if all this lashing and torture talk's got you excited, then you are on the right track as we move over into nipple clamps. Unfortunately, there isn't much about this kind of thing until the Marquis de Sade blew the whole BDSM thing up in the late 1700s. There are few references in the Kama Sutra to this kind of thing, but that gets us off track, because we're here for the clamps. So, let's talk about some clamps you didn't expect. What do you know about mitochondria? Not as much as Dr. Clamp from Parasite Eve, even if you did just say, it's the powerhouse of the cell. Dr. Clamp is a fictional villain from the Parasite Eve series of games, 
I didn't play these as much as I'd like, and what I gleaned from my reading in Dr. Clamp is that he's really into transplanting people's organs, and I think he also died in a fire, so maybe don't worry about him so much. Probably the coolest Clamp I know is just Clamp. Founded in 1987, it's an all-female indie manga and zine distribution team that is responsible for works like Cardcaptor Sakura. Uh, they started out with 11 members and have since dwindled to only four, but they do remain one of the most popular and successful manga distributors in the entire world. When I was reading up about these guys, they had an office that they were all working in together. They didn't need to have meetings because they were all crammed into the same office, and they would mostly sleep under their desks and said that, that was really the only piece they were getting at the time. That's a lot of clamps. But what do you do if you encounter a clamp in the wild? Well, most clamps are entirely harmless if handled properly. If you put some cute tiny clamps on your nipples, you ain't hurting nobody, depending on your definition of hurting. And uh, as long as you've been paying attention during training, there should be no threat to you or your away team. If you come across a clamp, it's good to remember that they're rated by their size. So a C clamp is not going to be as large as a G clamp, which is smaller still than a double G clamp, and so on. Uh, try to identify the clamp using a combination of eye and brain-based strategies first. If that proves unsuccessful, move to touchy strategies, and then sniff as is protocol. If at this point you discover the clamp to be unregistered as harmless using the five-stage anomalous materials vectors, then it's to be contained and, if possible, transported to the nearest fun base for analysis. Why we clamp? This is one of the most vexing questions in human history. Is it because we're lonely? Or because we're scared someone? Something? might clamp us first? Is it in man's soul to fasten? Or do we fasten in defiance of an unfastenable infinite universe to bring some dim light of hope to the idea that maybe, just maybe, we can press on? Anyway, that's the file. Uh, um, when, when Ryan comes home, we'll do the news update and I see you guys then, okay? Alright. So that was the uh, that was the clamps file you asked for. Yeah. What'd you think? It was good. I mean, I now know a lot about clamps. Mm-hmm. Certainly more than before. Yeah, I like the bit about the uh, the Japanese clamp. Yeah. Yeah. I have. I'm actually probably gonna go explore some of their stuff. I I know of Card Captor Sakura, but beyond that, I think it's mostly targeted at teenagers. Honestly. What is it? <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah. They're the ones that spend their parents' money. They do. Teenagers still buy CDs. <laughs> yeah. Can Mom, we need money for iTunes. Can you imagine what would happen if, like, <laughs> teenagers weren't buying, yeah, downloading Taylor Swift singles? Like, yeah. Who, where would Taylor be? Nowhere. So, the almighty teenager. That was the, that was the C file. Now we're supposed to do a D file. Yeah. Whoa, is that a shiny? Oh, they're just a Lola now. Yep. Sun Moon came out. Yeah, it did. We'll get back to that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> uh, D file. What should the D file be about? Uh, what should the D file be about? I mean, isn't that like how interviewers usually do it? What? They're like, they ask you a question and then the, the, the person they're interviewing is just being a dick and they're like, how do you feel about this? Mm. Yeah. And it's like not really much of an interview at all. Sure. How about, uh, 
digging. digging. Digging could be cool. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. Here's what I know about digging just off the top of my head before we do the file. Yeah. Uh, digging has been a tradition in human history for a long time. <laughs> at least <laughs> at least uh, two or three hundred years. Sure. And some of the things that you can do with digging involve making holes, uh, trenches, and uh, let's see, uh, sometimes it is also meant to, it's a word used to mean, um, like, enjoying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the origin of that, but maybe I'll find out. You forgot about Dig Dug. Also, Dig Dug, it was a, it was a very popular game in back the 80s. In, the, yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. What else do I know about digging? Uh, there's, there's Dig Dug, there's Diglett, who in Pokemon Sun Moon now has an Alola form where he's a ghost ground type. No, he's steel ground. Steel ground type. So he's like a little, a little steel ingot coming up out of the ground. He's like a little nail. A little, a little Surfer loose nail. nail. Yeah, he's got long flowing oh, does he? hair. Wait, yeah. does he? Yeah. Have you seen the Doug Trio? I've seen the Doug Trio. He's so sexy. Mm-hmm. You know, Diglett's got like he's three like... Homer Simpson things going on. Yeah, didn't he have that before? No, he was just oh. a smooth diglet hmm. of, a, of a Pokemon. Weird. Yeah. Uh, this is, let's see, it's, you've been playing this for like, what, three days? Two days. Two days? Yep. So, what do you think so far? How does it measure up? It, I have, I can't say enough about it. It's amazing. What's, what's changed? What's better? What's different? It feels really good. It's, it's hard to, like, it's polished. They really polish this one. And also, like, I mean, the envi- the environment looks great for Pokemon. Oh, Look what's at- this, like, third-person over-the-shoulder business? That's, I've never seen that That's before. how it is now, after X and Y. This is, like, the new the new format. 3D, baby. Huh. Yeah. And you go in, is there tall grass? I've yeah, not seen is, any. there's some tall grass. It's, it's around. Are you standing in it now? Um, is it knee high? Probably not. I don't uh-huh. think that's grass. I think it's just like flare. That's grass. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty obvious. Pretty grassy. But yeah, I don't. It, it's great. Uh, I love the the gym system's really cool. Mm-hmm. That super um, effective thing where they like mark it down. Did they add that this time around? Yeah, that's new. Yeah, that seems like a good oh, thing. Oh, Pokemon like- can call friends. Like wild Pokemon will be like. Help! And then another one of them will come sometimes. Right. And that's pretty sweet. Just, you know, it's something. And, uh, But you can't... You've got to kill one to catch the other. Yeah. Yeah, you got to kill one to catch the other. Oh, did you just lick that guy? I did. Uh, Your tongue was huge and really long. I'm a cat. I'm a kitty cat, man. Not... I mean, no tongue... No cat's tongue is that long and huge. I mean, this one is. I guess so. Uh, you also have teeth made of light that emit fire. So. Yeah, I project them out of my body. <laughs> light teeth. They call me Dan Light Teeth the White Teeth. Dan Light Teeth the White Teeth, the most famous cat in all of Starfleet. Meowth. That's right. He was given a badge of honor for conduct honorable to a cat that was in space. Do you have any intention of watching the new Star Trek? New Star Trek? Yeah. Movie? No, TV show. There's a new TV show coming out? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Yeah, of course there is. They've been talking about it for hell along. Who's they? I don't know, like Channel 11. Oh, I don't know. I never really watched Enterprise. It didn't even, like, draw. Oh. What? Oh, that was bad. Okay. I mean... Scott Bakula destroyed 
that. It was horrible. Okay, I mean that. Y- like, I never found Deep Space Nine or Voyager to be like really great and compelling. They were like rudimentarily acceptable television. Deep Space Nine is next to unwatchable. Yeah. And Voyager only picks up in like season three. Okay. So. I yeah, mean, and I yeah, and I, it's just they pale in comparison so hard to TNG. I mean, there really is only TNG. Like, if yeah. you want to talk like seriously, like passable, decent television. Yeah, like, that's absolutely. That's yeah. So no, I hadn't heard about it, and it seems like not unreasonable for me to not have noticed or cared. It's kind of with the same with the new Star Wars. Is like I've been burned before. Like, well, I don't Star know Wars how you could ex- watch. Yeah, sure. And even if that's the case, though, I mean, with the prequels, having gotten my hopes up so high when they were originally coming out that once I was disappointed in that way, it's really hard for me to get enthusiastic about a Star Wars anything. I love the prequels. Mm. No, like I I don't even want to be that guy who's like, no, they're fine. I just I think they're very fun. Um, I like I like when he kills all of the the younglings. That's nice. It's a good scene. Okay. Um, I think it's funny when like uh, they're they're battling in the lava. It's that's good... the third one. Yeah, I don't think I've even seen the third one. Oh, that's a shit show. That's when he kills all the younglings. Mm. He just walks into the Jedi temple all stone faced and sweaty, like he's just wait like woken up from like a day of meth smoking, and and then he, they're like, Master Skywalker, hello, and he's just like, <sighs> and then just oh, he just he massacres them. So many kids, mm-hmm. like twenty kids. Yeah, yeah, gifted kids. I don't know. It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's a <laughs> yeah. It's fun. He murders like twenty kids. It's fun. You know, it's it's for the whole family. Well, I like to have fun at the movies. They murder adults. They murder kids. Everyone can be like, oh, that could be me getting murdered. Oh, generally murders grandmas. Murders robots. Bring your Roomba to the theater. You know, Grievous is badass. No, I yeah, don't know he that. He is. He is. He is. He is. He is. Not. I mean, why? I. I don't. He's the general of the droid army. He's like an android or like a cyborg. He's, or, yeah, he's a cyborg who controls a droid army. That's yeah, like. That's awesome. No, it's not awesome. And he kills. He hunts Jedi and has all their sabers. He collects them. Trophies are cool. I guess. Yeah. And then he like can fight with lightsabers, but isn't a Jedi. Yeah. He's just a warrior, which it, is totally... It's like, yeah, I get that. But that's supposed to be the thing. Is like the lightsabers are all fucked up because there's no weight to them or anything. Like, you'd slash yourself with your own sword. Because handling it is... He's not a droid. He's a cyborg. Well, he's got a droid body. Yeah, but he's got a human mind. And heart. I think that's like all he is, is like yeah. a, a mind and a, mm-hmm. and a heart. Is he force-sensitive? No. Well, fuck him then. He's got robot. If you're reflexes. not force sensitive, you're not shit, and you can't fight with a lightsaber. You can't Those are the rules. Period. Blaster shots. Period. Like, does he do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. He deflects blaster shots with his lightsaber. Yeah, but he does it in like that's those, such he does like garbage. a propeller, like like, and it's like makes like a shield, and that's more passable, and also kind of addresses the whole if there's lightsaber technology, why don't they make lightsaber shields where they just bounce the light the blaster bullets away. They do. The Gungans have them. Yeah, but why doesn't everybody have them? Because the Gungans know what's up. No, the, Apparently they know what's up. They really don't. They have shield generators. 
everybody has shield generators. They've had shield generators in every, like every Star Wars movie. Well, yeah, but I mean, the Gungans used them during the droid battle on Naboo. Yeah, and they use them in the in, on Hoth until they get destroyed by the Empire, and then they have to flee. And then they also get used in uh, Return of the Jedi until well, I mean, the that could be far flung Gungan technology. Very it possibly, later, yeah. it is quite a bit later. It's like twenty or thirty years later. Yeah, how old is Luke supposed to be at the beginning of that I think movie? Like Eighteen. It's probably not even that long in the future. Yeah. So wait, why is Ben Kenobi so old though? Do they even show Ben in the prequels? Huh? Do they show Ben in the... I know, but do they show him as, like, Ben Kenobi? Well, they... No, but they show him as Obi-Wan, and he's, like, my age with, like, a... Oh, right, duh, duh, Ewan McGregor or whatever. Yeah, right, right, right. So then 18 years later or whatever, he's, like, an old, ancient man on Tatooine? Oh, right, yeah. What the fuck is that shit? Oh, man. Oh, I don't feel good about that at all. That sucks. Yeah, he does. Oh, he could, he ages poorly. Yeah, he looks like shit. I mean, it's a desert planet and it's everything. Like 40. But like, <laughs> oh. oh, man, that's funny. I, uh, that's really weird. Also, what a depressing life to live where it's like, oh, I was an up-and-coming, like, one of the best Jedis, and I was training the prodigy of the whole Force, uh-huh. and then something went wrong, and then I just had to live as a hermit for the rest of my life. Yeah, but small caveat there. I went to live as a hermit for the rest of my life, very near the child of the man who, like, you know, I cut his hand off, cut his arm off, whatever. Right. He was like a brother to me, Anakin. I guess so, uh, he's yeah. the, the He's like the devil now. And what, you're just, like, there watching his kid, like, keeping him on, like, you know, in check. I want to make sure so. he's not, like, you know, shooting womp rats or That's, whatever. like, all he did. I know. He's got, like... Some like tendencies. I would not trust him. Was all. A, was Obi Wan even really watching Luke? Like what? Oh, no, he had to have been aware of him. He was like a mile away. Well, he had to be aware of him. But then he was like, they go seek Ben out yeah. to identify the robots or whatever. Yeah, it seems like it would have been a better exposition to like have something go down and then have Obi Wan just be like, "What's your jump down?" Well, and, like, he did slash hella people. I mean, he did. Oh, I guess With he's... the Sand Raider thing. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Mm. It's been a while since I've seen those movies. Apparently, it. I remember them quite well. I didn't yeah. know that. It's weird. <sighs> Probably could see him for a rewatch. It's been a while. Hell yeah. When we get that TV. Oh, man. I'm not going to leave the house. Yeah. Yeah, what is it? This is like four days? I hope uh, so. Before Thanksgiving, please. Yeah, right. Mm. Oh, so we've got Funsgiving coming up. Yeah. I'm excited for that. That should be good. Even if it's just, like, you, me, Kyle, and Allie. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, yeah. And other Allie. Yeah. Two but, Allies. Uh, yeah. And we'll be the block in between. God, we should, we should separate them. <laughs> you know, like, they're not going to mix at all. No. We're like, oh, you're Allie? I'm Allie. Yeah. Oh, no. There can only be one. Ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Let's get ready to... I think we both know how that's going to end. Yeah. My girlfriend getting her ass kicked. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like... <laughs> oh, I wouldn't fight Allie. I think she would just hit me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And not hesitate to use, like, nails and jewelry and shit. Oh, she's got rings I on... Fuck you four out of her Jesus five fingers. Christ. Yeah, no, I'm just bash me. Yeah. <laughs> like a fistful of keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick in between your fingers like Wolverine. Yeah, yeah right? Ugh. That's a thing people do. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
I have never done that myself. <laughs> I should hope so. That's brutal. Well, not even in like preparation for something. Oh, like, like, a, like as a defense Going thing. out to my car, it's late. And it's Feeling I'm in a bad yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, no, I get that. Sometimes I just run straight from the house to the car and scream the whole time. <laughs> and people think the criminals are I like, just, oh, he's already being pursued. I just like, breathe through my rape whistle. <laughs> just like, <laughs> my backpack has a rape whistle. Doesn't isn't it like a I'm lost whistle? I'm being raped by fate. What? It's, it's however you view your whistle. Any whistle can be a rape whistle. They said it's a hiking whistle, but I like to fantasize it as a rape whistle when I blow it and masturbate at the same time. Has <laughs> somebody have wee? Oh, wee. Just sucking on it. <laughs> Salty little whistle. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, guys, that's, that's all the time we've got for tonight. Uh, I guess we'll be doing next week Funsgiving live Funbase Alpha type weird thing, probably, plus a digging file. That's the yeah. for, for file four. Mm-hmm. We will, but we're also going to have a guest. All right. Oh, yeah, and a guest. Uh, the Zam from podcast uh, Word on the Street. Seattle's premier local music podcast. Oh, I yeah, I mean, he's not even paying me, and I love it. Yeah, he's not paying us to say we'll that. Catch you at the next anyway, bye. Whatever we do, I...